2: you're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you, Lisa. We'd consider just letting the silence run for an hour. Posting that.
0: Oh, that should be a great bit.
2: Just every 15 minutes, we insert an ad. We'll hmm. go, this is for Wendy's. 15 minutes of silence. Well, let's get going. You
0: know what? Actually, it might be beneficial to the listeners. Everyone's probably really high strung right now, stressed out about the Oilers. Why? would happen Today on your car ride home, <laughs> just enjoy this block of silence brought to you by DoorDash. Yeah, just listen to your engine moment. sounds. Yeah.
2: yeah, listen to the engine sounds. Should we just
4: get all the ads out now and just call it a day? <laughs> yeah. What else, who go else? We got Blue Cross on there still? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Make Think, some memories. Make some memories. You're really sure as heck on helping you there. So maybe go outside a little bit and see what you can find. Greta, oh, go to though. Greta, make some memories at Greta.
2: You erase the memories you made. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyone out? Cornerstone? Yep. You need All insurance. Right. There you go. That's yep. a wrap, folks. Grab some in-
2: Wendy's on your way home.
4: <laughs> See you next If you time. miss
2: Wendy's on your way home, you door dash it. It'll meet you when you get there. <laughs> we're done. Talk right. to you on Friday. Thanks for watching. Minute 15. Not bad.
0: We'll, we'll just stretch it out. We'll expand the audio. So it's very, <laughs> yeah. very slowly. Yeah, we're just going
2: to put it in like <laughs> one tenth of the yeah. speed. Everybody sounds really
0: hammered. Have you seen those guys on TikTok who'll do that? Yeah. They'll speed up, they'll talk real slow and then speed up the video to like brag about how normal they can control their voice or whatever. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a weird thing. Like a weird flack.
2: <clears throat> what I really need to do right now is not talk about the Oilers, but watch more videos on TikTok of toilets just narrowly missing each other. <laughs> That's what I need. That's the only thing that makes my brain happy right now.
0: Those, and when they take like the little lead ball, Mm. roll it down the stairs, and then it goes and hits a bottle. Those are fun. Gotta love those. Mm -hmm.
2: Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year, and our friends at Daily Faceoff are making it happen. For those of you who smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you savoring the true taste of victory. But if your fantasy team doesn't deliver you a W, you can get the new Wendy's bacon barbecue cheeseburger delivered right to your door instead so you don't have to show anyone your very real tears. Sign up to play Wendy's daily face-off Survivor today and win weekly prizes like the new barbecue bacon cheeseburger from Wendy's available now for a limited time only. How's everybody doing? You in the Wendy Survivor pool? I have been kicked out. I won.
4: I won last night. I'm out already. I took McDavid.
2: I also took McDavid. uh, Eliminated.
4: Eliminated. (laughs) I took um, Dallas shots. Tonight, I took Colorado to win like, over New Jersey. Mm.
2: Last week, I got kicked out because I thought Buffalo was going to beat Philly. Mm. The Wendy's daily Faceoff survivor pool is tougher than you think. Essentially, if you haven't played it yet, what are you doing? Two, you get options. What would you say? Eight, nine options? Mm-hmm. Eight, ten options? You got to pick. It's easy. You think it's easy, but well, you option. make
0: it all the way to the end of the week. You win prizes from Wendy's and if you're the winner at the end of the year, you get five grand.
2: That's, that's pretty of good. You. you want a snack? Yes. Go play the game. Go play it right now. I'm going to pause here. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. You go to dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. You sign up for a team. Way you go. Okay, ready? i talking. 30 seconds of silence.
0: I will remember.
2: <laughs> All right, that's the
0: memoriam of the Oilers' season.
2: Dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com, as we do every week. We start off with a delicious debate for our friend at Wendy's. Tyler, what do you got for us today?
0: The delicious debate. It was the news that hit at about 1158 AM mountain time. Jack Campbell placed on waivers. The delicious debate is simple boys. Was this the right move?
2: I don't even know how to frame it because they're both bad. Now, do I believe in stew more than soup? Yes. So in that specific context, yes, it was the right move. Is Calvin Pickard coming up going to be the answer? Fuck, I hope so numbers are great in the AHL
0: but that is the AHL same size puck though in both leagues it's true well, defense may be a little better <laughs> <in that>. defense <laughs> may be a little better in the AHL though. can we get a
3: measurement on that I don't know
0: Pickard's like guys if you don't bring up Gleason with me I'm post
3: <laughs> I'm hooped
0: um, we considered
3: playing two forwards and three defensemen nobody's doing that
0: that's fair it is kind of funny, BM. Like you talked about Skinner and Campbell, like both being bad. Campbell's obviously paying the price for it. It's kind of in a sick way funny that it's uh, <laughs> that it's Campbell going down the day after Skinner got lit up. And it's I said this joke on Owen every day, but it's that Fifty Cent meme where he's like, "Why say fuck me, fo? <laughs> Why say fuck pity? Why say fuck me, fo?" <laughs> um, I think yeah. it's the right move, though. Like. If anything, and it sucked. I mean, no, it doesn't even suck because Campbell has been bad and he deserves the demotion based on his play. He's a good dude. But if anything, it's kind of a wake up call to the room too, right? It like, has to be. Like they sent down Adam Ernie and Woodcroft did the whole like, he's paying the price for those guys. And those guys were like, eh? Yeah, there's we like, knew him for like a week. Yeah. Sending down Campbell, a guy who's loved in that room, that, that'll send a message.
2: Well, you'd hope so. What other messages can they send right now?
3: You don't have to send a message. You can see it in the in the wins and losses. That is the message. Fair? What's it this says on the whiteboard out there? There should be a gig- gigantic whiteboard in any dressing room they walk into that has their <laughs> record. That's all they look at.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you think they should hang a poster in the other's dressing room? Is that one where it's the cat from the clothing line just says hang in there, kitty? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not yet. After, after the win on Thursday, maybe. <laughs> Rick, was if it, they win was Thursday? it the right move? I honestly I don't know. Like it doesn't really matter if. And it won't happen if someone takes him. Oh my god. And he's all of a sudden off the cap. Then yes, it was. If not, then it doesn't really matter. You're just realigning deck chairs. Like it really doesn't, it doesn't do a damn thing. Saves it's you a million bucks on the cap. Any, it's not gonna score any more goals. It saves you like three or three. 000. whatever, yeah. That cruise? shit with that. You can get a real nice car. Hey, but, you know, it's not gonna to help time. us score any more goals, it's not gonna prevent any more off man rushes. Mm-hmm. It may keep one or two more pucks out of the net that. Should not be going in the first place, but, but it's win. not going to cure the two things in front of it.
2: I'd love to lose 4 2 better than 6 2. No, <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> no, nobody's in the mood for jokes today. <laughs> this
0: yeah, yeah, this yeah. is just a weird
3: spot, man. Like, we're not supposed to be in the spot. There's and I, there's so many people out there, like, they they want to light somebody on fire and they just want to see blood roll, right? And I, I, I I'm so at the debate. point
2: where who should we light on fire?
3: Campbell. Lots of people. <laughs> he did today. Yeah. First one, me, please.
2: Yeah, me. Next. <laughs> I'll light myself with... When Rick's on fire, I will light myself on fire with your fire. Yeah, I dig it. Mm-hmm. The little cigarette to the cigarette thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good.
4: Idea. There's
3: so many people out there that want to see heads roll. Right? They want, they want Holland goblet, this other... I can't be that upset with Holland because I was not upset when he brought the players in. I'm not going to sit here and change my tone all of a sudden. I'm going to sit there and say, yeah, you know what? This isn't necessarily his fault. The players are letting him down, but this is his problem. He's got to deal with it, and you can't just sit back and hope for change within. There has to be a move from without. He has to do something, and I think going into this season with a a GM who's on the cusp of retiring and not having a secondary plan, that's probably a really dumb move.
0: I I think, if anything, that right there, the fact that he's operating in the last year of his contract when he's going to go retire – you would think that would lead him to be okay, acting a little desperate.
3: But there's rumors that they're going to go year by year with him. Yeah, like that was the that was the initial rumor at the beginning of the nah. end, during the summer. I, re- <laughs> I refuse <laughs> to accept that. That he may want to go year by year, and they're not necessarily against them. <laughs> well, they should be. They should be. We, we should need desperately. To be be. put his well, career I, on the line right now. I
2: say go older. <laughs> you know, it's oh working in Vancouver. Vancouver's rolling right now. Rutherford, thousand years old. I say. We dig up Slash. King Tutankhamen, <laughs> and we stick him up in the. Game. So They're he's doing that.
0: you would have no loyalty to anyone. That's true. Do you think? And this was all, this is part two of the delicious debate. Jack <laughs> Campbell played his last game as an oiler.
2: No, because he's got two, three and a half more years left. They're buying. They
0: gotta buy him out at the end of this year.
2: That turns into about. <laughs> I, I did it the other day. It's about one point five for the next six years.
3: How much it. is it to get a team to buy a two, $2. <laughs> two and a half million dollars in cap space? Is there any way third round that
2: round. we can get a thumb drive full of Bitcoin and slide it over to the San Jose Sharks who have plenty of cap space mm-hmm. ahead of tomorrow's game? Thoughts
3: <clears throat> Thursday's game for one? Or,
0: oh, thank God I got another day to think about it. <laughs> so he's got Camel's <laughs> cap hit. It's mm-hmm. three more years at five million dollars right now. Mm-hmm. The cap hits, if you bought them out, would be. 1.1, 2.3, 2.6, and then three years of
3: 1.5. <gasps> okay, but use your little computer thing there. What's yep. it cost to get someone to eat $2.5 million in cash base?
0: Probably a first round pick. At Jeez. least. Because it's three more years, Rick. That's $7 million. I understand to to that. Base. At yeah, least. I know you do, but it's a first.
2: So, do you so have any, any appetite to get rid of them? In oh, emptying yeah. the clip to get rid of Campbell and get a goalie? We talked yeah, about right, this a couple weeks ago.
0: What's the return? Ah, your Mjolnir's old UC Soros <laughs> thing not looking so bad, boys. I came up with a new one though.
3: Go ahead. Yeah, okay, good because you had too many like players
0: yeah. dropping off. You the, know what? At this roster. point, I don't care. That. Fucking ship them all. <laughs> Liam and I kind of tag teamed this, but Calgary's also down in the dumps. Oh, I don't like it. Maybe you make a little deal with the devil here. <laughs>
3: First, Broberg, C.C. for Zadorov and Vladar. Why? No, Arch, why Blader. are you shaking it I don't think Ladar is that good to begin with. Two. <laughs> okay, well, do, is he better than Campbell? I don't do a deal with Calgary, period. Hands down, no more. Neil Lucic <laughs> worked. <laughs> Did it? Bersoua yeah, worked. Yeah, Luce's off there, Hans. Schmid for worked. Right
2: I mean, Vladar's say percentage is 844, so I'm going to respectfully decline your offer. Sir. There, but last I mean, yeah, season he
3: was they good. There's, what, 30 other teams? 895. you got to be able to find another team out there. We don't deal with uh, do a deal with Calgary Campbell for Markstrom. <laughs> <laughs> Straight. It's up. deal for
0: Lucic 2.0. We can make the real steel shirts when when Markstrom has eight good games. Uh, to your no, I say no. You, you wouldn't do that. I would do he it. had
2: an 8.95 last year, an 8.44 this year, and a 9.06 is his high. Uh nope.
3: There's What's, no real difference between him and Big Save Dave, and we know what happened with that guy. <laughs> I, he was packing my groceries the last, the last day at Superstore. <laughs> I said no thanks because he kept missing the bag. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he charged me 15 cents for my my bacon my baconator the other day. <laughs> for the bag, of course. Oh man.
0: I don't know. It just something's gotta give here. Do you so you, do you think Campbell's played his last game as an oiler?
2: No.
3: I also say no just because I don't think it's there yet.
2: I don't think so. I just think the contract's long. I don't think they want to do a six-year buy-up.
3: <sighs> they don't want to, but they might not have a choice.
2: I don't know. Well, that's what I mean. Like you're gonna need to like so I just—they obviously don't want to do that, but the alternative is spending a fucking ton to get rid of them.
3: Mike Greer. I think your that's more likely. The ring next year, if you take him this year. You see, like now we're talking. Yeah. See. We Outside gotta get creative, to your team. <laughs> Mike Greer's just like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's the other goalie in San Jose? Blackwood and Capo Kakinen. Terrible. God, both um, need a good veteran in there. Soup season. Itself. I, uh,
4: here's my problem all year long. <laughs> here's my problem with Campbell is, is it the 820 save percentage? When things matter, he stinks. <laughs> like when there's any ounce of pressure, he is absolutely invisible. Yeah, it doesn't matter when it is. You can talk about the playoffs all you want. Oilers are down and out in those games anyway yeah. until the offense comes back into it electric in the preseason. Sweet. You're playing against American League players every night. So he's going to go to the American League. He's going to be unbelievable. He is going to have like a 970, 138 goals against whatever it may be. He'll win every game. He'll shut him out every night. We'll call him up and he'll have like an 850 because that's who he is. He's not good enough to be an NHL goaltender right now. The others have to do probably whatever they can to make sure he never plays a game for this team again. If
3: they want to have any ounce of success, there's no counter. It's not going to solve their, their, the fact they can't score goals and they're not going to solve their fact that we're talking about goals. Yes. Blind mice in their own defense. I do agree that you need to move on. You need a different plan there, but it's not like it's
4: just that one. No, I agree. But we're talking about the goaltending and the only difference from last year's goaltending to this year is Stuart Skinner isn't playing well. Campbell is the same guy. He's playing worse or better? What his numbers say? I'm I'm scared to look. It's worse. It's what I think. He's an eight seventy. Last year he was an eight eighty eight.
2: Whoop (laughs) whoop. Hey,
4: is that bad? It's not. What a kill. Eight eighty seven would be worse. imagine eighty seven
3: percent in high school?
2: Wow, I would kill for that. Listen. With one when one in five pucks goes in, generally you're not gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> one in five is three and seven last night. It was
0: comical
2: last night.
3: Last I don't night know what kind of comedy you're watching, but I sure say it wasn't for me.
2: <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was at least able to be mad at home with a beer from my fridge. You are surrounded by Canucks. Yeah, fans. I don't
0: know how you do that. I would have left. I would have left. And they do that thing where they score where the crowd goes woo uh, once for every goal they get. So by the end, I'm just like sitting there staring blankly into the ether as the guys behind me go, Woo, seven times. Six. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Fell like
4: twenty. Didn't someone apologize to you?
0: Yeah, someone came up to me outside of the game and went, Hey man, I'm I'm sorry. It's tough. And I was like, you know what? That kind of makes it worse.
3: Yeah, I don't want that. I wouldn't (laughs) want that
0: either. Box cutter slash throat. Duh. I don't
2: need your sympathy, you.
0: I ended up dead. <laughs> right by like Granville Street or something, just having like a heart to heart with a nation citizen. And we talked for like 25 minutes about how they can fix this. And and what like, what,
2: right... what was his ideas?
0: Uh, I think we just talked about waving Campbell, talked about firing Woodcroft, all that kind of stuff. The fun stuff. The, stuff,
4: the good stuff, the good stuff, the meat, the meat on the bone.
2: Yeah, everything else is just the potatoes, you know? Let's get to the heart of the issue. <laughs> So Liam, final thoughts is Jack hitting waivers. Is, is it fair? Is it the right move? Like nobody to Rick's point, nobody's playing well. No, no one is playing well, but and if sending down Adam Ernie doesn't work, then <laughs> damn it, who's next? We're all out of ideas.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Things need to change. Things have needed to change between the pipes for a while. Stuart's going to did a great job last season. Campbell has not done a good job at and all. When didn't he's you been just here? watch last
2: night the first period because the Oilers were fucking buzzing last night? Yeah. You see Thatcher Demko standing That's, on his head yeah. and go,
4: "Man,
0: wouldn't that be cool?" I know. I thought the same thing. Wouldn't it be nice? And everyone's in there, Liam. Again, we talked about this earlier, but like everyone's in there being like, "Well, the Oilers should cut the mistakes out of their game." The Canucks made twelve mistakes in the first eight minutes of that hockey game. It's easy. They were flat as hell. They cuts up the middle, couldn't clear the zone, bad icings, couldn't win a draw. Like everything, they stunk, and yet they were. <laughs> It was 1-1. One, one. Like, huh? It was two Again, wa- watch other hockey games. I know people love to get on Darnell Nurse and all that, but like watch a Tampa Bay Lightning game. Victor Hedman will turn over the puck once in a while. That'll happen. Good teams will have 15-minute stretches where they're terrible and their goalies bail them out.
2: Speaking of the Tampa Bay Lightning, like last night was an example where the Lightning had what the Oilers do where they were up 4-1 against the Leafs. Their goaltender could not stop anything. And the Leafs came roaring back.
4: <laughs> yeah it's uh, I guess expected because they have a backup goalie. They don't pay that guy five and a half million to stop the puck. They pay him like 900 K yeah. they're waiting on Vasilevsky. So I'll, yeah, I'll give so them an excuse, but like, our goaltending doesn't have an excuse. Stuart Skinner was an all-star last season. I couldn't give two hoots about Dustin Schwartz or whatever goalie coach you always have. Stuart Skinner was not good. i don't know why I'm pointing this at people, but watch out. <laughs> Stuart Skinner needs to make stops. Yep. Again, don't carry the goalie coaches. The goalie coach isn't telling him to make some of the errors he's making. Uh, he's a, not going to hey, he
2: be a real rascal if he was, <laughs>
4: That would be crazy, man. It's just that,
0: what's that show where they're mic'd up behind the scenes Impractical joke. yeah, practical okay, yeah. jokes? Justin Schwartz is sitting up there? Got this weak shock away in this one. Wow.
3: In. <laughs>
4: and
0: on top of Jack that, too. fight on this wraparound <laughs> to dump <attempt> really hard. <laughs>
4: oh, he's doing it. <laughs> uh, on top of that, too, like I'm not saying it's saying Dustin Schwartz probably isn't an issue with this team. Maybe they do have to move on from that. But at the end of the day, doesn't matter. It yep.
3: doesn't matter. I he's not you, the one on the ice. No. You move on from him just to get over that narrative. Yep. Yeah, I think that's fair. Also, I mean the dude's been here for what, eight, nine, ten years, something like that. He's the longest tenured goalie coach in the league. When Mac T had his eight year, and they, they ended up moving on from him at that point, I was like, you know what? I don't. I think I still think he's a coach, but I do think that his time is up. Here, we're kind of the same situation.
2: I made a joke show. last night on Twitter that triggered a bunch of like OG Nation citizens. Where I was just like, when Woody got kicked out, I was just like, Woodcroft kicked out. Mac T appears out of the ether, and they go, <laughs> "Don't you fucking dare! Don't
3: you dare!" Oh no! We've been All hurt. Coffee would be the next coach. <laughs> No, I think he's a... Oh, no, I think they're he's both white-collar jobs, but yeah, I think he goes. he's more of a head office type of guy. Yeah, yes, I'm just kidding. But hey, listen, Mac T, man, that dude was successful with a lot of grit players.
2: Yeah, he did He did a lot with very little. Yes. Do you think... Well, I'll just go to it. Is Jay Woodcroft going to lose his job because the Oilers, A, can't defend very well, and B, cannot get a save to save their lives?
3: Also can't score goals.
2: Yeah.
4: I don't think he will lose his job, but I think it's like a very, very high possibility because of those reasons and the players being terrible, that he could lose his job. It's um, it's just the reality of the situation. I would not I don't want surprised.
2: him to. I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think that Woody is necessarily the problem. Like, the lines he put, like when you put McLeod up and McDavid yesterday, I'm looking, I'm like, holy shit, these guys got fucking gassed. bursts. yeah.
3: Didn't work. The thing I don't like with him is that he kind of gives up on his lines a little too quick and it just rolls.
2: Yeah, that's true.
4: Yeah, like, I, I don't like play those.
3: You got those four? I know you don't really get to like close your eyes and say, okay, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, four, but somewhat like that, keep them like, Fourth line has to play a certain amount of time. Third line, certain amount. Well, last night,
4: Lavoie came out. It must have been his second shift or whatever it was. Great shift in the offensive zone was like putting pucks on that, being strong in front, like causing a bit of chaos. We didn't see him again till late in the second. Yeah, no, he had four minutes played after two periods. Yeah, he needs. So how do you expect that guy to have any impact on the game? And I'm not saying like he's gonna go out there and light it up as he has 15 minutes, but maybe if he has like a few more shifts,
0: he can get his feet underneath him and do something. A bunch of people have made this point on Twitter now, though, and I agree with it wholeheartedly. You got you got to make your decision on Woodcroft. You either go to him and promise you're good for the season, we're seeing it through, or you. Fire him because right now the reason Lavoie is not playing and the reason Holloway's is not playing, they're not one. They're not trustworthy out there. They both make turnovers. Lavoie yeah. not so much, but like Holloway against Nashville.
2: Do you want to know something, Tyler? Before you continue, yeah. Doing after dark the other day with Aaron. I remember what game that was. It was Dallas. In that game, in the chat, somebody said, "When I watch Holloway skate around, oh. I can see the bees, yeah. and I haven't been able to <laughs> stop thinking about
0: it." So Jay Woodcroft <laughs> is coaching every game, like. If we don't win, I might lose my job. Yeah. So what's he gonna do? He's gonna play Connor and Leon until the wheels fall off. That's and I don't blame him for that. I just think the organization has to be better here and go to him and say, either you're gone and we don't believe in you, or what they should do is sit him down and say, we believe in you. You can coach like you have job security. You're fine, Woody. So we who know does, it's not who on does.
3: You. I don't think your GM's gonna do that. I think the only guy who can do that, or maybe there's two. One being Jeff Jackson, the other one being Case. So, I don't see your G. I no, don't GM should really. be saying it. Why shouldn't but, he say it? Because I think because he's building a crossword puzzle. I think the GM <laughs> in this situation should be out the door first, even if even when we look at the fact that he's on the cusp of retirement at the end of his career yeah. uh, contract. Um, this is really his team and has been his team for a long time. And I give him the asterisk that hey, it's not really fair that the cap went up like nothing in your time here, but it did that for every team and blah blah blah, whatever it is, it, it is what it is. But I think at this point right now, the first person out the door who don't have skates on their feet has to be your GM, and more and more of a not like a I'm firing Woodcroft or sorry I'm firing Holland. I'm I'm more bringing in his replacement, and it's time to move on with his replacement now. So it's not as much as like ending his time here. It's about moving on to the next guy. Okay, but here's the problem with doing that. Yeah, we don't, have, we don't have a Woodcroft GM as right now yeah. in spot and, and sequence. So right now, if you don't, you're bringing a new guy with new thoughts and starting in fresh again.
0: Starting fresh, middle of the season, yeah, not good. Horrible. Or you're bringing in a GM who feels the pressure immediately and is like, I got to make a big trade. And they swing and miss. And we're strong for spooning. We spoonering. call that the pistol Pete. Yeah, strong mm. for spoonering ourselves to death. Um, and the other side of it is there's not good candidates out there right no, now. No, I agree with you. Like you got it. That's a summer job. So like let right. Holland finish out the year. He can go make one more big
3: trade here, like he did for Ekholm last season. But are you looking at? If you're Jeff Jackson or Cates, are you looking at Hall and going, "You got to do something"? Probably, but trades don't happen in November.
2: Yeah, they never. Like, when
4: did uh, Rarely, Cal- when did Calgary to get right Tyler Toffoli? It was January. Was, was that a January trade?
0: Okay. The only one I can think of that happened like this early was the Johansson for Jones Jack Eichel. Yeah, different though, right? It still happened. Yeah, it it was playing. it was different. It is like different. Months, so like,
2: yeah. uh, I fully went to Calgary on Valentine's Day. that was
3: the consensus number one going into the year yeah. and eleven games in tying their this bad tying a
2: franchise record for the worst start ever.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. nope. cool. Hey, okay. so yeah, you don't like Good to do it. Don't do it very often, but it's time to fucking do something. If you're gonna be the best, you be the best. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to GM because I do. This is my application for the organization to hire me. Um, Can I be your AGM? Oh, man, we'd run a hell of a ship. Fucking right. Campbell, a first, and CeCe. Okay. In exchange. Whatever
2: you say, yes.
0: For Mackenzie Blackwood. <laughs> oh, go. And Mark Edward Velasic at 50% retained. How what? long does Velasic have left? <laughs> Two more years after this no, one? No. He's, he's bad. But at least, Liam. Here's the thinking. Don't, you're after this you're one. not going to convince me. Yo, I will. What do you do with a defenseman who sucks? Send play him to Bakersfield. Play him six minutes a night or you healthy scratch him. What would it say? Okay. 3.5 mil for two more years after this. And you'd have 3. Blackwood. Five. Yeah. So. As a
2: wash on CC
4: effectively.
0: Yeah, but then, I mean, the shitty part here is you actually do it to play Vlasic because you've just traded no, CC. No,
4: here's what I would do then if you're making that trade. I would tell Vlasic, hey, don't leave California. You're That's staying no. in Bakersfield.
3: Yeah, because you, you
4: get another 1.15, 1. 1. 1. whatever it is. Yeah. There you go. That's what I would do. Yep. Deal. Yeah. I'm in. Then go and get me another goalie because Mackenzie Blackwood also stinks. Oh. Blackwood's goalie. No,
0: he's not. 51 saves that one game this year. Listen, I don't know if these make sense. This is how I cope. Everyone copes in different ways. I do armchair GM stuff. Get a little armchair GM horny, as I like to say. The
2: good news is Mackenzie Blackwood's 4.78 goals against.
0: Hey, we gave up six last night. Improvement? Mm-hmm. <laughs> save it, the Sharks are bad. You know who will fix this locker room? Mike Hoffman. Do you want
4: to know something? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. The good stuff? I told Tyler this yesterday, and I'm sorry I have to tell you guys too. Uh-oh. The San Jose Sharks have a better team save percentage than the Edmonton Oilers this year. And you don't I want Blackwood. And-, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and they've allowed 20 goals in two games. So what we need to do is somehow bring back Mike Smith <laughs> and Chris Russell. <laughs>
0: And Mike Green. Yeah, we never saw what Mike Green
2: could be. Listen, it's not a if bad Jesse idea. Yo and Sue can't step into this lineup and contribute, the then I don't know what we're doing here.
0: Oh, man. We were all like smirking. It was like, oh, Mike Smith's on LPIR. What a shame. And now it's like, fuck. Why can't he just stay healthy? I was so mean to
2: Mike Smith for way too long. And I'm just going to take another moment to
0: apologize. You <laughs> we were so mean to Miko.
4: Me. Deserved. Miko, I do like you know Mike what? I, I hate this little narrative too. Like, all of a sudden, Miko is the best goalie the city's ever seen. Let's not forget no, how bad was. that guy was. I hey, don't listen, care; when, like when those it was bad. There,
3: our team percentage was like eight. I grade, hey,
4: so. I I I know. But let's like people have been acting like Miko Koskinen was the next coming of like Listen. whoever
2: Hasek, whoever it was. Like Miko Koskinen's last year in Edmonton, he had a nine hundred and three. I'm gagging. For I a would too. Hey, I'm with you. I'm doing
4: some but there was shit for nine hundred and three. Let's not forget what happened Over in that pants, Chicago Andy's series. Everywhere for a
2: nine hundred
4: and three. Oh. Let's not forget what happened against Chicago in the play-in when neither of those guys
0: could stop a beach ball.
3: I don't well, care what anyone says. Football, it's not so good. Not even at the play-in, yet. It's the, play-in <laughs> the play-in.
0: Campbell was electric during those play-ins, for what it's worth. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so shit.
2: Things are going well. What are we doing? Well, good news is now, Tyler, I get to ask you who delivered <laughs> <That's> a <DoorDash. laughs> for a limited time only. Our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25, that is 25% off up to $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the app store and use the promo code NATION25. Liam, do not forget that is code Nation 25 gets you 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Offer valid only in Canada. Subject to change. Terms do apply. Sound effects sir. ding dong. So <laughs> I've got to ask you who delivered for you, Liam. Um, <laughs> does it have to be game specific? Me whatever you want. Cause frankly, no one's delivering anyway. <laughs>
4: I'll say that people have all uh, these nation citizens have delivered for me. Yes, they have. The last couple of days. Yes, Yesterday we did a watch pie thanks to Betway. Now was awesome. The vibes were relatively good in there. Yesterday we had a record
2: show for viewership on After Dark because if everyone came to watch, I thought you event. guys did a great job on like the the viewing stream also. By
4: yeah, way. it was a lot of fun, and it's because of what people were doing in the chat and interacting with us there. And today, thankfully, Ken Holland made his move of Jack Campbell. Going down, people came to watch our all this nation every day show. and let, It's been a really good vent session the last 20... Group uh, therapy is what it is. Not even 12 hours. Yeah, just over 12 hours.
2: It's
0: there group you go. therapy. The really. people. That's
4: yep,
2: what it is. all is. Tyler, for our friends at DoorDash, who delivered?
0: Uh, I will say, speaking of the aforementioned content, both Liam and Aaron delivered very good stuff, very mm. quality shows. And uh, you helped give the fans a bit of a voice. So that was good. You guys killed it. Um, a lot of people watching that stuff I thought this regular season was going to be boring. It's not been.
4: Well, say that quote you said. You know it's which only, one I'm talking about. The
0: only way this regular season <laughs> is boring is if something's gone terribly wrong. <laughs> that was a quote from me before the so season started. You not so boring. It's Tyler's yeah. fault potentially. Makes
3: Rick sense. for our friends at DoorDash, who delivered DoorDash because I got a doner last night. Ooh, I also what'd you was get? Say go ahead. Sorry, what'd you get? Doner. Describe it to me. Always a jumbo. Uh, I'm a sweet sauce only onions kind of guy. I uh, like tomatoes. I like lettuce, but not on my doner. That's all. And then I always have to get uh, onion rings with it. I always, that's going to be a combo. Yeah. And yeah. then I can't forget <laughs> cola.
2: Oh, baby, that sounds
3: good. Sounds good.
2: I also am going to pick Doordash <laughs> for delivering. I uh, I ordered some faux or fa. If you want me to say it right, it was lovely. Fa fa fa. Depends how you say it. Faux for normies <laughs> soup. Soup, noodle soup. I had it. It was delicious. It was exactly what my tummy needed. That's a good idea. It helped me out with my sads a little bit. <laughs> DoorDash, you're great. Again, Nation 25 will get you 25% off your first order up to $10. Download the app today. Get yourself some food. Why be disappointed in all aspects of your life when DoorDash
3: will deliver you something delicious? Got yeah. it? Good.
2: Well, we've talked about Campbell going down. Now let's talk about who's coming up. Calvin Pickard getting the call.
3: Most likely.
0: According to Frank Saravali, According to Frank Zerba. In
2: 116 NHL games, Calvin Pickard <laughs> has a 35-54-10 record with a 3.03 goals against average and a 9.03. What do you think the plan is here? Do you legitimately feel like the Oilers are going to run the rest of the season with Stu and Pickard as your tandem? I can't see that being the plan
3: no we'll see Jack again at some point this year I believe did you not just say in the last segment you don't think he plays again for the Oilers I think he's getting bought out this year
0: but I think he'll play uh I think he'll play another game this year no
3: changes in the goaltending you're
0: thinking I just I don't know man like is Picard gonna come up and be okay honestly probably he'll probably be like an 890 goalie for the Oilers
2: hey fuck that's good living
0: it might be but I also just think at some point there'll be a stretch where he's an 890 and then Jack's got like a 925 in the A, and we're like, son of a bitch, he might be back. And we'll do this whole song and dance again. Um, but yeah, my expectations for Pickard are low. Like he'll play one <laughs> a, he'll play one out of every eight games. Mm-hmm. At
3: this rate, one out of every two. I think you dude, the only way this thing turns around. <laughs> <is> <laughs> the
2: like, disappointed look on Rick's face right now.
3: Uh, dude, I'm, I'm at the point right now where I'm just like, call up Ollie and hope for him to be Purdy. Brock Purdy? Mm-hmm. Good football reference. Thank I, you. I mean, you just, you need
0: to catch lightning in a bottle, I guess, if you're, if you're going to rely on an American league goalie, I'm living more under the assumption that the pressure's on Stu now. Like, yeah, of course you got the team's playoff chances
3: on your shoulders. I
2: sit outside that house that got knocked down for five, six minutes. It didn't even get knocked down. I was just channeling what you got to see a couple yeah, yeah, of days yeah, yeah. ago.
3: But I'm still saying like, this is still an offensive team. That is what drives this team. The <laughs> needs to be led by offense. So I uh, we did today whatever was needed, or was perhaps the only move available to us. But the top of the lineup needs to be better, and if they're not, we're fucked. That's true in all
4: of this. Like, we're obviously the big story of the day is Campbell is no longer here. But in reality, like, that was Dry Saddle's first goal last night, and he's lost six or seven, seven I think. Days. McDavid hasn't scored in five, maybe six. Nugent Hopkins has been invisible. Vander Kane didn't really notice him last night. Hyman, we noticed him when he jumped JT Miller after McDavid cross checked him in the head. Like the top year. six is dead. Like it, it's invisible. Like you can make the argument in the last handful of games that Warren Fogel has been this bet team's best top six forward. And last night you played on the
2: third line. Can we ask about the breakaway Grinch?
0: <laughs> I did another one last night.
2: Uh, like, miles ahead of everyone else, yep. too.
3: You think his trade value has gone up at all? Maybe you're trading your best forward. Well, you got it. <laughs> Contract reasons.
2: I wrote it in three key things. That's my post game article at illusionation.com. If you were to guess, I wish there was a stat on it. I couldn't find it. I looked. How many consecutive breakaways do you think Warren so- Ogle has had without scoring? Is it 20? It's got to be like 20.
4: I actually saw someone was doing, I can't remember it was. They were doing a count on Twitter the other day. And last night would have been his sixth of the season already. We're eleven games in. Yeah, that would have been his le- uh, six straight one-on-one chance with the goalie. So off, you're like, saying there's breakaway. still somebody
3: on Twitter you have muted?
4: No, I just can't remember who it was. They're... Oh, because you muted them I just... Oh, I no, I did not mute this person. i I'll tell you something, though, quads. I know you're listening. One more move and you're done. I you're muted. You're off the clock for a month. Mm. For my books. Yeah, I think he just I...
2: texted me last night, and eventually I just said, "Quads, I don't need to hear from you right now.
4: I'm gonna do it right now." I don't know what I'm waiting for to be We're honest. All mute quads.
0: Imagine having to sit in the room with eighteen thousand quads around you.
2: <laughs> Were you boozing at least last week?
0: <laughs> Honestly, I was so upset after the first period. We went to the concession, and Jay's like, "More beers." I went water,
3: and I sat there in the second period and drank a water. Should have looked for something harder than boo- than beer. Yeah, probably. Like I heard he was getting into like the hennies and stuff there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he had like a a little <laughs> flask on a sip or something like that. Can I get some of you know in that little right there? Let me that. Hi.
2: Talk about a couple other things from last night, since we must. Leon first goal in seven <laughs> games. Annoying, but at least like hopefully that gets him going.
0: Yeah, hopefully um, he was clearly. If the others are going
2: to win a game, Mora quote here, he's going to be a big part of it. So to have him back and scoring, I mean. Please.
3: It was a freebie.
2: It was a freebie, but like sometimes you need an ugly one to get going. You okay. need, need to see one go through the hoop. Sometimes you need it. Yeah. At home first of the season. Blast. Love that.
0: That was great. I and mean, you just thought it was going to set the tone for such a sick night.
2: Well, the first, what would, what would you say? 10, 12 minutes? Oilers buzzing.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Betway. I had Oilers over 33 shots and I was sitting there at 19 in the first 10 minutes. I'm like, all right, I think I'm going to do pretty good tonight.
2: The only thing I was cheering for by the end of the game was a sixty-two and a half shots. And just mm-hmm. I'd be like, there's another one. And another one. And I got it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but
3: yeah, like Echo Blast was great. Just to- he guessed, eh? Did you see I don't know if you saw um in the arena, but if you watch the replay, he kind of flexes his right shoulder, his blocker shoulder up. He was guessing where he was shooting, and then he got beat on the left shoulder. Mm.
0: Interesting.
2: Jay Woodcroft became the first. Oilers coach to get kicked out since Slats did it in February of 1983.
3: It was really weird because based on the, I mean, you didn't see anything.
2: All all we saw on TV was just him walking down the tunnel.
3: Yeah, so it happened very quickly and he was obviously quite calm by the time he hit the mic. Um, I'd
2: love to know what he said because he was just like, I asked about the Holloway thing and I did not use profanity.
0: What'd you say then? I mean, you can be pretty offensive and not use profanity. No, like, no, you. The ref would come over, and you could say, "I honestly think you were the worst official this sport's ever ever had." I don't know how you drive to the rink. I don't know how you drive to the rink with those eyes. And the ref would just be like, "That's rude. Get out of here." Yeah, that would probably do it. That would do it. It is
2: interesting, though. You don't really see NHL coaches get kicked out all that often. Like MLB, <laughs> yeah. it happens all the time.
0: And Gibby, when Gibby was a manager of the Jays, Sunday matinee, if things were either going real well or real bad, lock that Gibby was getting thrown out. He just wanted to get to the wine, yeah, <laughs> which I kind of respect. Maybe more Who NHL coaches should. Who among us? We've seen two already this year? Cronin got kicked out in Anaheim and now Woody? Last uh, week? But I, I think it just illustrates, right? The frustration here. Like Connor cross checking Miller, Woody getting thrown out for saying whatever he said side will get a ten-minute misconduct for reasons we don't know. Gene said it was something during the
2: commercial break where Leon was just giving it to somebody between. But in the arena,
0: the
3: ref signaled before the commercial break. I thought, yeah, yeah. So like during the commercial, they come back and show a highlight of him like on his way to the penalty box, when stopping, and then like yeah, pointing, man. yelling. He had the finger. Yeah, but that was well after the call already. Ah, okay. So it had to have come from the big scrum, and <laughs> I don't know how he scrum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that scrum, though.
1: Yeah. I was just happy with, to I'm see anybody show anything.
2: some emotion whatsoever by the end yep. of the game. Like when Pius Shooter shoots the puck on that and Connor levels him for no
3: reason. I'm into it. Why not? He didn't even know he was there. That was more of an incidental contact than anything. I that guy went <laughs> Connor McDavid easy. knows where all things on there <laughs> are at all times, Rick. Uh, Should have hit him harder.
2: Well, that I agree with.
3: Yeah.
2: I just think he did it on purpose. He's a little rascal. He's angry. <laughs> Weird, not seeing Connor on the top of the points. He's, He's like not even the top
4: points. Sixtieth or something like it's that. Weird. I don't like it. This is so bad. It's just that's that's why we're at, isn't it? Like the power play looks brutal.
3: But this is what oh, this, is this what got us to where we were last year? This is what I'm afraid of. What is this? We were where we were last year because of a fucking historical power play and two guys absolutely lighting the world on fire. If they don't, if those two things don't happen or three things, is this what happens? But it's okay for that to be the reason you get there.
4: Because those two guys are like top five plays in the league. (laughs) Like they're elite guys and they play on the power plays together. The power play should be good. That power play should be unbelievable every single night because the talent it has on it.
2: I actually think that the power play will get back to being great again.
0: They look good.
2: It's just right now. Fuck man. Nothing's going right. Connor does not look like Connor. Leon first goal in seven games. Nuge, where are you, man? Like his little snapshot from the, I guess his strong side does not exist zach hyman not scoring third line literally nobody scores
3: so buzzing that's about it i I feel like i've had this talk before
0: when the Oilers have gone through mini slumps and it's always my reason to cope with it but it's like there's so much stuff going wrong right now everything
2: it is amazing how much in aggregate is all going wrong at the same
0: time and also like i know people are going to roll their eyes at this but like There were, there have been a lot of games where they've been unlucky this year. Yep. Game two against Van, the game against Winnipeg, the game against Dallas. Mm -hmm. If Stuart Skinner doesn't wander out of his net and make that mistake, he beat Winnipeg, you get two points. Mm -hmm. Vancouver game maybe goes a little bit better. Maybe you don't even include that, but like. Maybe even get one point in that game. Yeah. But like, if you were, if you got wins against Winnipeg and Dallas, you'd be sitting there right now at four and eight or whatever instead. Like we're, we're not freaking out as hard at four and six. Sorry.
4: You're not freaking four out seven. at all. I don't think, I think you're having the conversations oh. like, ah, like yeah, they need to great. be better in but some this.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, if, if they got like every team's going to lose games throughout the year, but if they would have gotten lucky in the games or if they wouldn't have gotten been unlucky in the games where they played so damn good, we probably view it differently, but I know you can't look back on a season like that. It's like, I saw people were like, Oh, if you take Stuart Skinner's first two games out of the, Season he actually looks good. It's like yeah, if you take his two terrible games, his numbers improve like stunner. So crazy. you
2: take out all the oh, the games the others lost, they're actually two and zero. Oh.
0: Well yeah, I know, and I feel like that's kind of what I'm doing here. But it's just like I don't know. I, I still have a, a a bit of belief in this team. It's not super high,
3: but I have a bit, just a bit. <laughs> the
0: weird
2: it's thing is there's there. still a ton of hockey left to play. It's still,
3: it's still there. The belief is still there. This team is still what they were last year. Essentially, they should still be a fuck ton better than they are right now. But the thing that's got me is that we've seen a lot of losses. We've seen a lot of losing streaks. This one seems to be different. I can usually tell when they're like, Hey, you know what? This game, they really locked it down. Yeah, We lost two to one, whatever. There's a, they're out of the lull. Now they're trying to fight their way back up. And it's like a game or two or three like that. And then they pull out a win and then we're, you know, we're out of it. We're back on, we're back in the clear and everything come pro- is proper again. But I, I just, don't see that quite yet. I think one thing that's really bugging me about it is basically every single
4: goal somebody scores against us is an error from yeah, the Oilers. Like nothing nothing is earned. Nothing is earned by the other team. Given. Everything <laughs> is given. It's like Christmas morning every time you play the Edmonton Oilers right now.
2: It's like a perfect example as Quinn Hughes tying the game 1-1, oh, he like, rips it into the middle. Vinny's trying to make the right play. Yeah. He's actually in the right spot. 100%. Just... Off the stick in the net, so unfortunate.
3: Yeah, that's a, a bad luck there. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is a terrible shot. <sighs> Which in. one was that? Was that the one? The, from the high slot? slot? Yeah, right through the. Yeah. Just straight oh, through. through that somewhere. was brutal. The third
4: one was on the power play when Skinner evidently didn't see the puck coming, and the puck just hit him. Then the rebound goes down. But also, how are you not expecting a shot on the power play? Like you should be ready for that. That one's on him too. The fourth one, Bouchard forgets to continue to back check and just gives up on the play.
3: But it wasn't even... That's the one where he, where he gave up the puck at the, at the blue line, right? And he, was, he got caught pinching. Yeah, he and pinched
4: it and then he was coming back. But if you watch it, he is giving it to get back. And then the, the play kind of breaks a little bit, but Vancouver keeps playing. And then Bouchard stopped and then the guy's are right there to do it. And then, The first shot happened. And Yeah, stopped, that, yeah. sure. That was would have been it, yeah. And then Miller, back bar, whatever. And then the sixth one is... I, what was it? Oh, that was the one where CC whacked Brock Besser's stick oh, yeah. in the air and his celebration was him catching the stick. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. It's the worst day in my life.
2: The worst one for me last night was, who was it that scored? It was the JT Miller in and out. Yeah. And I had a feeling watching it live. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that went in.
4: Oh, everyone, bad. everyone doing to watch by said the same thing.
2: So I'm pretty sure that went in. And then you're just watching the play go on, and then you hear the horn, and it's just
3: oh or at least they said, like, yeah, no, because Louie had already known he's like, Yeah, listen <coughs> you'll hear the horn right away here. Yeah. Like, oh. What even knowing that was going then that horn? That, <laughs> I know. <laughs> did you ever see that the always sunny episode where on the, the on like the family feud version mm-hmm. of the show? And they're like, Can you not hit that horn when they hit the horn, the wrong button, the wrong answer button? And he's like crumpled on the ground. That's what that horn made me like <laughs> last
4: What did you think of the no goal it was the a kick. F- f- it was a kick.
3: See, yeah. So I, I don't know if it was a kick per se, or if his foot went forward while he was going backwards. But because it was the kicking motion, and it had to fall that way. Yeah, yeah. I've been. Tr- I try and. The thing I liked exact about that goal. To every one of them.
2: The thing I liked about that goal was that it was another one where it was greasy. You get to the net. Yeah. Yes, it did not count. But you would there. But you were there, and that's how you score goals when you're slumping. And that's what they did on that second goal too. I know
4: it was a bit lucky because Demko, for some reason, tried to throw a pick. But yeah. you four-checked hard to go and get the puck. Yes, they got the puck. They were around the net, and they scored a goal. The that was a da- actually a kind of a dangerous Grazy play from Demko. Yeah, yeah. So everyone
0: was like, "How is that not goalie interference?"
3: Obvious why it was a goal. I knew it right away. Yeah, because.
0: Demko passed the puck, two seconds went by, and he was standing there to he set up a position himself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he stuck
2: it with his leg. So when they're talking play. about, oh, I wonder if Talkett's going to challenge it, I'm in my house screaming. Go for like, for Challenge it. Come on, challenge <laughs> it. Give
3: us the goal and then
0: the challenge, <laughs> yeah. the wrong challenge and a power yeah. play. I almost wish he would have challenged it because then they wouldn't have a challenge for the Fogo goal. Then it would have been 4 3. <sighs> oh, it's it great. Now I hate Rick
3: Talkett.
4: They didn't challenge the Fogel goal. I like the thinking now that did make me feel actually pretty bad for a second, thinking about what could have been. Yeah. My
2: point though, like <laughs> the bigger, the greater point is the others right now obviously struggling to score. We've talked about it a lot on this podcast. Get to the net, get greasy. Those count. The funny thing on Twitter last night is that goal before it got called back, the focal goal. Mm. Everybody's going, Garbage goals are beautiful to me. That's what Twitter was like for a handful of seconds. It's just, yeah, they are. They don't always have to be highlight, pass this, pass there, in the back of the net. Just fucking hack away sometimes.
0: Work. Drive. That's the thing too. Like it just, there's one ounce of like pushback from the Canucks and the Oilers just can't get momentum back. Same thing with Dallas, man. Like Duchesne scores that first goal. Took the Oilers two periods to get momentum (laughs) back. (laughs) Yeah. Against Winnipeg, right? Stu gives up that blunder. And I know they played good at the end there, but then it's like, hey, overtime
3: comes and like, what doesn't make sense is how is it we score a goal and what we have to do after our, our own goal is call a fucking timeout, yeah. All right, boys, calm down, calm down. So that was a goal four, that's a good <laughs> thing. All right, that's a good thing. Calm down here, have a little water, a little quick orange slice, and get back. We're gonna go, we're gonna run this with five defensemen now because <laughs> we need to get through this next shift. Because every time we score a damn goal, we offer the, op- the other team an opportunity to come back and tie it up.
2: Another thing that's wild too is like when the Oilers are pushing. And pushing and pushing and maybe they don't get the goal, but they're fucking buzzing, right? Then they allow a
3: softy in the other way, then just takes the wind out of everyone's sails. Yeah, so frustrating. So I know this this Campbell thing isn't like gonna fix the defense and, and forward uh, issues, but if we can just get somebody in there who can make that save when you know you've been five six shots in one shift, and then there's a weird chip and that's a two on one the other way. Mm-hmm. If we can get somebody that to keep that puck out of the net, maybe they don't get deflated so much. They go out there and they start to build on something rather than like yeah. I, I what do you even do? Like you obviously can't get ex- can't get angry at the goaltender. You really can't say you just sit on the bench and it's like let's stew inside of you. I
2: I cry. That's what I do.
3: Dude, I'd be walking down the, the the tunnel there and breaking sticks every shift. I don't know how people are not doing that.
0: Yeah, I mean, we saw at the end of the Nashville game, there was a play where McDavid just like golfed a puck and he swung his stick as hard as he could to just chop out it randomly. So, like, I think McDavid and Drysdale are definitely feeling like the frustration starting to to hit and set in here. So, it was a guy like Darnell Nurse, I think, but like,
2: channel it the right way. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, you're right.
2: It's I, all well and good to be mad late in games when it's, you know, garbage time. Like, how about but then again, at the same point, like, you would have
0: start off like a house on fire yesterday. So, their starts have been so good this year. Keep it's, it's a real twisted thing because usually we've always been the opposite. So like, got, oh, God, if those
3: just survived the first 10 minutes, they're usually good. So now fun. it's like, Oh, the same thing's happening. You know, it used to be like 10 minutes and they'd score a goal in that 10 minutes yeah. while they're playing in our end. Now we're playing in their end and they're still scoring that down goal. Somehow.
2: <laughs> well, again, it was just like the perfect, like I took a screenshot of it last night and posted it on socials where it's just like, Nineteen shots for the Oilers. They got one goal. Seven for the Canucks, and they got three.
0: It hurts. They can't lose to San Jose, right? Can't they?
3: No. But what they are we the worst? Do, two, we they the worst the teams? Third team to to put up double digits on them on Thursday. And I'll be happy if we had three. All that, I know is I'm betting the over.
0: That would be unbelievable. If the others put up 10
3: on them, if put up 10 I on wouldn't San even care. I oh, would just be like, good. Not till 500. Can you really start? To no. Hey,
4: I mean, I'd excited, sell by every excited. goal like it was my last because it might be our last. But that would be so, historically horrendous. San Jose should fall for the rest of the season if the others got 10 on them.
0: If oh, you boy. gave them that option, they would probably take it. If, if you <laughs> lose to San
2: Jose. The order we should, should forfeit the season. Yeah, yeah. It Dude. wouldn't be bad. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel for more information. On Friday, we are leaving to Seattle. We're going to Nation Vacation. Alberta Blue Cross will help us with our travel insurance while we're down there to make sure we're safe at the Aqua Concert, which is the thing <laughs> we're going down there for. Yes. Only the Aqua
3: Concert. hmm
2: No other. Oh, and a football game.
3: No other football game. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna bring a, you know what? I'm absolutely bringing a pizza into
0: that football game. Just for the bit of it. I think you should.
2: I'm gonna enjoy myself because yeah. the football game I'm concerned is gonna be the most fun part of the weekend outside of the Aqua concert.
3: Little catching a fish. Can we do that? I think so. Can have you, you, have you been to Seattle before?
2: Never. About. Oh, cool. I've never been to Seattle. I'll
3: before. you It's good, good
2: spot.
4: It's on the ocean. Come on. Yep. <laughs> I think <laughs> maybe I, maybe I'll jump in if the others lose. Landlocked. A okay. couple yeah, options. I, don't think I believe it's just really close. We are now
3: doing. Is it like
0: there's there's waterfront? Yeah, it's yeah. Like a little bay area, but like it, it's water. It's the ocean.
4: You didn't see the uh, the video of the big barge that was uh, caught in the wind? What? Yeah, look it up. A barge? Oh. A barge? I believe like a shipping container boat. Okay.
0: There was yeah. one in
2: Vancouver near English Bay that was stuck there for like a year. No, really, well, in English Bay was it? It, that was, just, that it like, was around the corner from English. That, Bay. It was stuck. Fucked up, <laughs> fucked up everything for us. Uh, right? No, 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 it no, it no. Was a, this, that one was just a barge. It was Where just was like was a shipping one, container. Uh, the that nine. one, the, yeah, that one that blocked the river. Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah, the Suez Canal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Well, you can't get this anymore. We're stuck on the thing that's stuck over there somewhere.
2: What about the
4: the shipwreck at the top of Niagara Falls? You ever seen that one? No, that one nudged a few years did ago. You know,
0: they turned off the falls once,
4: yeah. Yep. I did. I've heard that before, yeah. yeah. Seen the pictures
0: <laughs> when my girlfriend told me that I had to regrettably apologize to her later because I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I know. This I same was like, thing, ever, they can't turn off a natural waterfall. What are you thinking? You do remember doing this on the show, right? <laughs> oh, really? We've done this before.
2: Well, it all bloods together, you know. The,
4: uh, oh, yeah, we did do this. Oh, 100%. Yeah, we 100%. We had this
0: whole conversation. The
4: same thing happened to me with the boat, the shipwreck. Yeah, we, we had to walk up. No one believed me until we saw it. I was like, I told you guys,
2: it's right there.
0: We're playing the hits. That's what I said after McDavid said death by a thousand
3: cuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's why hits. we
2: can only do one thing right now for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross, and it's
3: Bring Backward Association. For one day we had it last year, correct? Word association? Yes. yes. How did the season go? Much better. This year, what have we been missing in our Tuesday episodes?
2: Mm -hmm. Happiness. Well, that too. (laughs) (laughs) If we do word
0: association and they win the next two games, we have to keep it going.
2: It's never going to go away.
4: I'll do it on every show if I have to. Whatever it takes.
0: Oh, don't spread it so thin. (laughs) I will just walk into the
2: room and start yelling random (laughs) phrases at you guys and just need word association. So... We're going to do it for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. I've prepared a couple of little phrases here for you. You will give me your first word that comes to mind. Liam, you're up first. Jack Campbell on waivers. Good. Tyler, Jack Campbell on waivers. Deserved. Rick? Meh. For me, I went, really? <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. It was one of those ones where I, like, we talk, you know, you always say it. Yeah. But I didn't actually think it was going to happen. But still yeah.
3: didn't do anything. Well, we'll see. I mean, yeah, Calvin if the contract the goes somewhere, then then that's something. But if not, then everybody's making the same
2: joke right now that San Jose claims Jack Campbell and he starts <sighs> tomorrow night, and shuts the oilers out. I wouldn't even care.
4: I, I honestly would, wouldn't. I'd be I, actually kind of okay with that. I'd be
2: I'd actually be fine
4: with that. I would
0: honest. take a shutout against the Sharks tomorrow if it means Campbell's contract off the books. 100%, yeah, me 100%. Too.
2: Number two, reversing the order. Rick, the Oilers are two eight and one after eleven games.
3: What is my reaction to that? Yep. Fuck. Tyler.
4: Vomit.
2: Liam.
3: Uh
4: brutal.
2: Uh yep.
4: <laughs> All of the above?
2: Yep. Tyler. Thursday's game against San Jose will be
3: tragic. <laughs> Rick. Victorious. Liam.
2: Um S-
4: goals? I don't know. Like, I don't know how to feel about this game because all that's going through my head is what if they lose? That's my word is See, nervousness. Yeah. Nervousness. That's a good one.
3: Champion nervous.
2: Uncertainty. There you go. Uh, we are closing in on the first month of the season being wrapped up. So the phrase <laughs> for you, Liam, the first month of this season has been horrendous. Tyler.
3: Tragic. Rick. Unexpected. hmm Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was just shocking. Stunning. Am I high? Miserable. What year is this? This is a nightmare. Where am I? I Final re- phrase. For word association for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. Tyler, I'm going to jump into you. Connor McDavid said the losses are death by a thousand cuts. What is the deepest cut of them all?
0: Goaltending. Liam?
3: Scoring. Rick, all of them because they're in the exact same spot. Oh. All of them keep going over the exact same spot. Yeah, I was going to
4: say everything. And they're all paper cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shallow, but painful. Oh
3: God! It's that movie where he chews his arm off or whatever. 127? 127 hours. How many hours has it been? <laughs> Probably about that many. Yeah, it's almost over.
2: I've been working on it. <laughs> Limbs are falling off. There you go. Word association for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. Uh, just since I mentioned the Sam uh the San Jose Sharks a little bit. Just gonna do a quick score prediction before we bring in Waz for his signature segment. Can you clear that up for me? <laughs> it's Hello.
0: not a game. <laughs>
4: it's not a bit, it's a segment. <laughs> God. Legitimately,
2: what do you expect for tomorrow, Thursday, I guess Thursday. I keep saying tomorrow. It's Thursday.
4: I expect if the Oilers come out and do what they did against Vancouver yesterday, they'll be able to score more than one goal. And I know that when they score more than one goal against San Jose, they will win. That's what they need to do. They need to have that mentality that they are the alpha dog in all of this. Will that happen? I'm not sure. But they really need to prove it to everybody right now because they have done nothing to suggest that they're a good hockey team so far this season.
2: Tyler, tomorrow's... Or again, Thursday's game.
0: Just, you gotta have this, like, pedal-to-the-floor mentality of, like... Twenty shots in the first ten minutes. Good. We're putting up another twenty on you. You can't give them an inch tomorrow. This team in the Sharks—they stink. They're very, very bad. Potentially one of the worst rosters in NHL history. You need to just suffocate them.
2: Rick,
3: six-one win.
0: (laughs) That's it.
2: (laughs) You know what? I'm in. Damn it. That's the original question, wasn't it? What's
3: the score? I can't remember.
2: Just what do you think about Thursday? Like, what? How? What's going to happen?
3: Also, you can't go in there thinking about what's happened already. You have to go in there and just fucking look forward. Shift by
2: shift, let's get greasy. More Sam Gagne goals in the crease. More crash in the net. Warren Fogle, you had the right idea, buddy.
3: Forehand, backhand, bar down.
2: Or Gaetan Haas slap shot from the
3: hash marks. He shot yesterday. I mean, like he went five hole. Gotta
2: try something new. It's that
3: big shot. That damn breakaway Grinch. Upstairs.
2: The breakaway Grinch is rude. Rude. He's
3: mean. think Matt Hendricks can come teach him the Paralyzer somebody needs to learn the Paralyzer oh that'd be interesting actually I mean, means Paralyzer-esque like,
2: I'd love to know what Warren Fogle like when he's on the plane he goes fuck just can't score a breakaway to save my life I think Todd's called him yet Todd Marchand? oh how dare you probably
3: oh shit yeah
2: the all hands team <laughs>
3: Hey, listen, Todd scored the one he needed to in 1987 overtime.
2: Hey, Grant Ledyard still didn't see it
3: coming. (laughs) He still hasn't got up yet either.
2: It's time for Waz's signature segment. Can you clear that up for me?
5: Many of us have those stubborn
3: pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: For our friends at Greta, they are our home for all things Nation events this season. Go check them out. Enjoy them. Eat there. Play some vids. You might even see Waz there. Maybe. He might ask you a question He let's stick a microphone in your face and be like, Hey, it's for my
0: signature segment.
2: Can you clear that up for me?
0: I went to Greta in Vancouver. Confirmed just as much fun as the one in Edmonton. Both great. Love to hear it.
5: Anyways. Uh, yeah. Greta, great times. <laughs> I'd like to go visit soon. And- now it's time for one. Waz- segments. Yes. The signature yes segment. There we go. Anyways. Can you clear that up for me? <laughs> I thought it was a bit, um, it's more of a segment. Than okay. the game. I don't right, know. Yeah. Anyways, first uh, question here is, uh, clear this up for me. Evan Bouchard is uh, one of the Oilers' leading point scorers. His defensive play has been poor, but are fans undervaluing, undervaluing his offensive ability?
2: Oh, it's a fair question.
5: He, to, to me, I've always been an
0: Evan Bouchard supporter. He's costing them too much right now for any amount of offensive production to be justified.
2: Would you move him to forward?
0: I think that is who asked that. Me. Just the, it, but is yeah, that I an original idea? Wait, is that an original idea that you believe?
2: Or have you been influenced? Listen. <laughs> I'm saying it can't
0: get worse. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either, but Okay, good. It can't get worse. I think that's just always something people love doing <laughs> like you Put him up there. Yeah. He
2: takes clappers from the circle. You don't got to worry about him wandering.
3: Yeah, he'd be a demon on the forecheck. <laughs> put a number 8 on the back of his jersey and side on the left. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyone else? Um, yeah, he's just giving up too much. Like the Oilers are have they're bleeding goals right now. They are bleeding goals. So sure, it's nice that he's picking up some power play points or whatever. I would much prefer he got zero done offensively and actually kept Pucks out of his own pass. Yeah. He I, has I got agree. the best seed in the house for way too many goals this season. It drives me nuts.
3: I'll say this. I think that if he had some better help from the goaltender, some of his mistakes wouldn't be going in the net and it wouldn't look as bad as it is right now. So he needs to keep putting up those offensive points and maybe ask for a little help from the guys in the thick pads. Don't hate that. Uh, I,
4: thank you. I'm more in favor of Boosh making the errors. And then I don't know. I agree. Okay. I know what he's saying. I know what he's saying. I'm an
3: old guy. So if you go around and it, Paul Coffey did the same, well, didn't do the same thing, but he gave up the puck a lot in the early, early part of his career. And uh, he was just fine.
4: But last night, Skinner made a save and then Bouchard refused to back check hard and he went in the back of the net. Well,
5: yeah, I mean check yeah, that's, fair uh,
3: that's, that's why I said he's got the best seat in the house. Yeah, like
4: I I don't I'd disagree with you, Rick. I got nothing else to add.
5: Next questions. I mean, you probably already talked about it. Dustin Schwartz. Everybody wants him fired. Do you think he deserves to be fired? Just clear me up. How much of an impact do you think Schwartz has had on the goaltending?
2: I personally think, and we did talk about this, <laughs> that, like Tyler said, on Impractical Jokers, he's yep. got an earpiece in with the goalies, and he's actually telling them to give up weak ones from the slot just for the lulls.
0: <laughs> Towards the tail end of the Edmonton Elks versus Edmonton Eskimos name debate, I took the stance of, I am so sick of hearing about this, change the name. That's where I'm at with this. I don't know. I have zero knowledge. I don't know what Dustin Schwartz teaches these guys, what he doesn't teach these guys, or if these goalies would be junk in every other city they play in. I just know I'm sick of hearing about it. You've had the job for a decade. Goalies aren't good right now. Pay the price. Just get yeah. It sucks because he's a human with a family and he's a good man who's gonna potentially lose his job. But that's sports, baby. Just, I'm sorry, Dustin. It's time. No more. I don't want to hear about it.
3: That's kind of what you said, Eric. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's, I don't think he has a lot to do with how the goaltenders are playing. That's pretty much up to the goaltenders. Um, he's not telling them to play soft. But at this point, you might as well just get re- to move on just for moving on sakes. Liam? Yeah. I mean, another layer to it, too,
4: is it's not like they probably... I wonder how often they even see him. Maybe Everybody. like once a week. Like they're on a
3: three-game road trip right now. He's with them.
4: What do you go with them? One hundred. I don't know. Like I just don't know enough hey, about the guy, and quite frankly, I don't care. He travels. With like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Fire him.
5: It, it is interesting because you never hear other fan bases talking with their goalie coaches as much uh, as you old- do. It was a big thing in Vancouver. <laughs> okay.
0: Toronto hired Samford, and they were all like fired up. Was like, oh, he's gonna do it. Gonna save the goalies.
2: Samsonov. Who's the, yeah. who's the goalie whisper there for a minute? Is it Sean Burke?
0: And mm-hmm. Mitch Korn. Yeah. where are they? Long Island, and I don't know if Burke has a job.
5: Bring Ooh, him in. Well,
0: or is he in Vegas? I don't know. Ah, such a tease. Cool.
3: He'd rather be here I right bet. If only mm-hmm. I could Google it.
5: I'll ask uh, two more here. Clear this up for me. Does firing Ken Hall make sense right now so he doesn't make a possible panic move? Do you think he will make a panic move of some sort? Ah, the
2: old pistol piece.
5: <laughs> yeah. Trading
2: I, while he's drowning.
4: I'm not worried about Holland making a panic move. I'm worried more about him doing nothing. I think this would be where my head is at a little bit.
0: I don't think a guy who's had the career that he has is going to go down with the bat on his shoulder, so to speak. Yeah. That's I think he'll too. take a swing at some point, but Jeff Jackson's above him. <laughs> Jeff Jackson, isn't going to let him trade Stuart Skinner for Marc Andre Fleury or something, right? Like, he, I don't think Henel will do something dumb, so I'm not worried
3: about what it was. I, I don't how- worry about a panic move because he's. I don't think he's shown one of those at all this year. And in fact, last year, I think it was the exact opposite how we got Ekholm here. And if you bring in a new GM right now, you're bringing in a new way of thinking and you're kind of restarting the process, which I don't think is very smart. So you got to stick with the guy you have right now and just hope that he hits this next one into. Second deck.
0: Like, I don't think you should just fire him to appease the fan base either. No, that's, made, no, no, no. It no, makes no, sense to let him so. run out the year as painful as it might be. Uh, I'm
2: would, with Liam in the sense that my only concern with Holland staying on through the year is just he's, he's a toddler. You doddler. Know, he, he likes to evaluate and he's patient and that's the reason he's been as successful as he is. But right now, I mean man, we just need help. I wonder how hard
4: they're considering going after a guy like
3: Patrick Kane. Well, I'm just thinking of options out there. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna Can't be too just- too pricey and not the player you need.
0: Oh, but they're just like, please, Patrick, please. Every day, Hans calling him, Pat, please, we need you, buddy.
3: Showtime in Edmonton. Let's 750K,
0: go. 750k, Pat. Come
3: on. <laughs> Do you imagine Patrick playing for 750K? You, you think he's gonna play for more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't yeah, I don't see him playing for 750. I think he might. I think he wants to win, bro. He's
0: made so much money in his well, career.
4: He should probably be looking at other destinations. Then,
3: at this point, yes. What I think you? he, yeah, he's going to be playing for. Like Corey Perry's getting paid four million right now. That's crazy. Yeah, though. but
0: that's Banana Land.
3: <laughs> I'd take Corey Estimated Perry cool. here at
0: seven fifty right now in a second. Yeah, me too. Yeah,
2: me too. Corey Perry at seven fifty. he's put on a
0: breakaway this year.
2: What people and do that? He's annoying, and there's so much to like about the style of play he does. Uh, by the way, just for the record, even uh, Patrick if he's Kane. Yeah, fine. I'm good with it. Yeah. At least somebody's mucking it up. $150 million career earnings. Mm-hmm. You fine.
5: It. <laughs> In salary. Good. In salary. Yeah. Last question here is, uh, is it too early to say that the Orioles are missing a Clem Costin? Because he yeah, hasn't scored this season, but are they missing that kind of physical presence? Like The,
4: the thing Honestly, with the me presence. about Clem Costin and just the way this team is right now is he wouldn't even be playing. Like He'd be on the fourth line. He'd play like five minutes. I understand the idea of it all, but the Oilers are like right up there with like the most fights in the NHL this season. And you have a lot of guys who are doing some positive stuff on that. But I just don't think Clem Costin would have the impact that we think he would. I miss him. I wish he was here. I love the memes. But I just don't know if he'd have the opportunity to play like we would want him to.
2: I say, yes, I do miss Clem Costin. There was a p- play late in the game where I don't remember who it was that had David in the corner. I personally felt the oilers were way too late getting
3: into the scrum. Kulak was standing right there, didn't do anything, and then it was like six foot one, 143-pound McLeod that came in there. He was like vibrating angry too. <laughs> like if that's not very scary.
2: If Claim was on the ice and you know, latent situations there was times where he was, that doesn't happen. Nobody's touching Connor. He will go out there. And sometimes he took a bad penalty defending Connor. I'm good with that.
3: Like, like Reeves and the Lilligren thing over there, he wasn't on the ice. So he couldn't do anything about it. Cleem wouldn't have been on the ice when Connor's on the ice. So he couldn't do anything about it. Um, I think but we'll he'll get, take a number and he'll get it. <laughs> yeah. I think we've seen enough physicality this year. So I really don't, I also agree with the fact that they really didn't give him a lot of ice time. So five to seven minutes was what he was going to be doing too. So again, unless he can score a goal in that time. Cool. Um, yeah. I'd love to have him back, but I don't think it's,
2: <laughs> That's all I got. Thank you so much. Sometimes you got to go down swinging with the ship, Waz. At least Clem would have done that. <laughs> Goodbye, Waz. Goodbye, Waz. For a signature bit. <laughs> can you clear that up for me?
3: It's a segment. <laughs> it's, it's not a game. game. It's not a game. <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> <handle> game.
4: <laughs> t- talking to himself about how. <laughs> well,
2: there you have it. For our friends at Greta, can you clear that up for me? Any final thoughts before we wrap up the Tuesday episode? Weird energy in
0: here today. When is this office going to be happy again?
3: Friday. <laughs> Does anybody remember when the season, quote unquote, turned around last year? Game Don't LA. Who are, LA Sorry again. Give me LA. <laughs> And what kind of happened there? Four um, scraps. Got a little physical. Got a little, you know, boys got a little angry. You saw some physicality, some scraps. That was last night's game. <laughs> You'll see something different going forward. What just happened? I don't know. GM doesn't like it. Doesn't like what?
4: (laughs) I'm just so tired.
3: I I agree with you. I
4: know exactly. I see the narrative. I thought about it last night too. I brought it up on After Dog. Like, why are we here again? Like, why on God's green earth does this damn team need another play? there's there's a lot of green out there. The grass doesn't seem greener on the other side right now. I'll tell you that much. But why do they always need a damn wake up call? Why can't this team just show up? Also, why can't they just be there why do they have to they, go out and be like oh i'm gonna beat this guy up with 10 minutes left in the game because the game's gone already it's like yes because you're you endless mistakes are the reason why the game is gone figure it out i'm tired of watching this team try and beat everybody up Mike, play ca- hockey Mike, sorry, camera again. sorry hockey. no
0: because i just really wanted to get it next. I'm
1: to,
0: <laughs> what was the game what was the heritage classic supposed to be wake up call outdoor game what was the sam gagne moment supposed to be oh a galvanizing moment a good wake up call good story Okay, then what's this now? They, they, they can't carry the momentum. our season <laughs> But Rick, I'm just saying, like, we've tried to make that case now. This is the third time where it's like, okay, maybe this is what wakes them up. Maybe Jack Campbell being sent down is what wakes
3: him up. And it's like, at some point, you slept through your alarm. I feel like I said this a couple of times <laughs> about the Blue Jays this year. And you're like, nope, maybe this is the one that gets them going. Is, I want that out of you right And now. I was a moron! At <laughs> least <And> they, they <laughs> that couldn't was score points. games, not just 82. This is half. You should be laughing.
2: Like the Blue Jays, the Oilers can't score for shit.
0: <laughs> the parallels are depressing. <laughs> the base running is terrible. The Oilers probably wouldn't be a very good base running team. No, we got, it's not a lot of pace.
3: Yeah. It's just wandering a, off second going to work. Pretty third, much what the were off.
0: Putting up 40 shots and losing is the Blue Jays of hockey. For the fifth time this season. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. How many? Yeah. So there's five times over 35 goals or 35 shots, sorry. I wish. Goals. 40 shots. So 40, 40 shots. or more.
4: They've put up and lost all five.
0: Like that won't happen very much.
3: Says now who? Five times in a year. Okay, fuck five it. times now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck the it, they're due for a
3: heater. Let's go six-one against San Jose. Ten-game heater. Oh, yeah.
0: like
2: look at
1: that! Whoa. Come on, hey,
2: that's the uniting moment. Yeah, yeah, right here. Come on,
4: turn that camera. Ah, come on, Tyler. Ter- oh no, we're gonna have to pick it up and move it, Tyler. <laughs> just, just grab it. Just grab the thing. Oh, you're hooked on a cord. This
2: is not gonna work.
3: Yeah. There we go. Never quit.
2: Oh. Yeah. Star. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> oh no and the podcast and the podcast (laughs) thank all for listening this is a disaster we're going to talk to you on friday
0: hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part